Stop Memphis Crime page writing this and want to share as much information to make sure you get to where you need to go this morning safely because we know we still have ice problems all over this area. She says, not sure where else to post, but I know this reaches a lot of people referring to our Stop Memphis Crime page on Facebook. The cut through um, that many people used to get to Baptist East at the intersection of Shady Grove Road South and Shady Grove Road East is a giant sheet of ice that you cannot see until you come over the hill. People right now, according to Marissa, are sliding all over the place. I know as I came up Union Avenue onto Poplar Avenue, especially on the side of the road, you know, it's what, three lanes? That's being very generous. That right lane is not a lane. Uh, you really got to watch because there is still a lot of ice buildup. So if you are heading out this morning, there is still black ice and, and honestly, there's snow, just frozen snow all over the interstates. And that's a problem. So take it easy if you head out this morning. Want to head over to Middle Tennessee, go to the state capitol where our next guest is busy at work. State Senator Brent Taylor, friend of the show, joins us live this morning. Senator, thanks for joining us on the program. How are you? I'm doing fine, Ben. Good morning. Uh, I, I've slipped and slid, slid all the way to Nashville. <laughs> they got it too, as I understand, though. And you guys kind of had a pause in the legislative session. We did. You know, uh, uh, clever me trying to outsmart everybody. I, I came up last Sunday trying to get ahead of the weather, literally walked into my apartment. And when I got the message that everyone going to cancel the rest of the week uh, activity, and so I wound up getting snowed in. Oh, in no. Nashville oh, uh, last week, uh, but it gave me an opportunity to work on uh, some of my crime fighting bills that, I, that I'm going to wind up filing this week. Well, I guess I'm thankful for the snow day then that you had because we could use that as we tackle our crime problem here in the city. So let's talk about a letter you're getting ready to or you did send to our Attorney General, Jonathan Skirmetti, because it demands some answers. What can the state do to address unsolved homicides that are sitting in the docket? And we know that's a big problem, Senator. It is. You know, we have, we have heard from the report that Mayor Strickland did before he left office that Judge Bobby Carter did for him. You know, what we learned in that report is that pre-COVID, we were doing 200 jury trials a year. Uh, and last year, we did 40 jury trials. Only 40. Only 40, and there are 300 pending murder cases to be tried. And so what my question to the Attorney General is, is does the governor have the authority to assign judges from a neighboring judicial district to come into Shelby County and to pick up that docket and start trying some of those cases? Or does he have the authority to reassign judges within Shelby County to, to start trying some of those cases? And then uh, an additional, two additional questions are included in the letter to the attorney general is, can the governor require circuit court judges to uh, walk from the courthouse over to 201 Poplar and pick up that docket and start trying cases? And if they do have the authority to do that, uh, who has the authority to require the circuit court judges to do that? So there's a lot packed in that letter, but it, it all aimed at getting the judges off of their asses and get to work. And I can tell you that if these were funeral directors at my funeral home that were capable of working funerals, but they were instead sitting on their asses, I'd be, uh, first I would fire them. 
If yeah. I couldn't fire him, then yeah. I'd be reassigning funeral directors from different funeral homes to come over and help with the caseload. Yeah, yeah, a business guy. That's the mentality we've got to have. I said that on the morning show. I, I cannot not show up and do my job. If I don't, I do that maybe one too many times. Todd Starnes is going to fire me. and I'm going to be looking for another job. How much more important the people at the very top that wear those cloaks, those robes, robes and hold the gavel of justice in our city are not showing up and doing their job. I, I understand the pandemic made things difficult, but Senator, we're out of the pandemic. There are no excuses. You look at the contrast and you pointed that out. What, 200 in 2019 cases they were able to push through and 40 in the year of 2023? Absolutely unacceptable. Do we know what they're doing? Are they just being straight lazy? Well, I think they are. Uh, I think some of them have been elected and they think since they're elected uh, yeah. that they get to do what they want. We have some judges that are doing a really good job at having trials. Uh, Judge Chris Kraft, Judge Coffey, there's some others. But we have a lot of judges that are as useless as a toothpick at a meth lab. And we have to turn that around and make sure that if we've got judges that have been elected to do a job, that they need to be doing that job because the public demands it and our safety and security demand that we do it. You know, it's interesting. I was reading a story over on the Arkansas side. You've got all of their... Uh, forces coming together. You've got the West Memphis Police Department, the Marion Police Department. You've got the state police there and then the prosecutor's office. And one lead prosecutor over there, Sonia Haggood is her name. She's the prosecuting attorney for Arkansas's second judicial district. They said it's over. You commit a crime. You're going to serve your jail time. And they they were able to in one day find and convict four first-degree murder convictions one day. That's the template we need here in West Memphis. But we've got to move on because news came out about two weeks ago and didn't have a chance to ask you where our business core in the city. And you mentioned this on the program because I said, look at the small businesses. They're struggling to keep their doors open. And you said, Ben, hold up, hold up. It's actually some of the bigger businesses, these corporations that are critical for the vitality of our city, none bigger than FedEx. But you've got a group of them, 85 executives from the city's largest businesses. They signed a letter and then hand-delivered that letter over to the governor, Governor Bill Lee. Has there been a lot of talk since then about really the stakes of our city's crime problem? You know, that letter was delivered just before the, the snowstorm came through, and so there weren't a lot of legislators in Nashville but I have had some conversations with Senate leadership and they have uh, obviously received the letter and they are supportive of my efforts to get things turned around in Shelby County. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things that I think is kind of missing in really this story about how are we going to get different outcomes for Memphis out of the legislature. And, you know, this isn't just something that has come about in the last uh month or so. I have been working since we adjourned last year in bringing colleagues from other parts of the city, uh, other parts of the state, forgive me, uh, to the city so that they can see Memphis firsthand and see the crime problem that we have. I recently had a senator from Bristol, Tennessee, down here that met with some business leaders about our crime problem. Now Hmm. think about that. He's a senator from Bristol, Tennessee. Wow. He is closer to Canada than he is Memphis. But the fact that I had him down here and he saw firsthand and heard the stories of these business owners, large and small, having to fight crime to keep their customers safe and to maintain their businesses, 
uh, to have them tell their story is very impactful to, to these senators. But I've had senators from Middle Tennessee and East Tennessee down here, and they are all this week and last saying, what do you need in Memphis to fight crime to help turn Memphis around? Because they all understand ben, yeah. that Tennessee will not reach its full potential when its most famous city is sliding into chaos. Mm. And, I mean, a flex, that's what the young kids say. I mean, take great pride in the work that you're doing, that in that letter, they relied on your legislation. And you've gotten some heat for it. And at the end of the day, they looked at your tough on crime policies and the rhetoric in these letters that you've been sharing. And they said, the template of Senator Brent Taylor, let's infuse that into this letter and make sure the state follows that. And that's pretty powerful. So thank you on behalf of the folks in Shelby County for fighting on behalf of a lot of terrorized folks here. Now you were at a press conference about a couple days after the new year and was curious to get your take on the crime press conference where Memphis mayor, Paul young, you had the police chief CJ Davis there, the um, district attorney, Steve Morroy, and then lawmakers on both sides of the aisle in the, the house and Senate with all of those forces coming together. Do you think the mayor understands the significance, the seriousness of of where we sit as a city and our crime problem? Yeah, I, I believe, yeah, I believe he does. And uh, I will tell you, we really have a great opportunity with Mayor Young to to uh, to really begin to focus on the crime problem and move forward. You know, Mayor Strickland did an excellent job identifying the problem. Uh, and that allows Mayor Young to come into office without having to identify what the problem is, but to identify the solutions to solve the problem. And, uh, you know, I, I, I put it this way, and that is that, you know, Moses uh, led the Israelites out of Egypt, but he was not allowed to go into the promised land. It was Joshua who took the Israelites into the promised land. Jim Strickland identified the problem. Uh, he was not the mayor to solve the problem for us. If that falls on, on Mayor Young, uh, the Joshua generation, to solve uh, the crime problem. So uh, he is very well aware of the seriousness of it. And I, I will say this about Mayor Young. In that meeting, there were several times that the meeting was moving into areas such as gun restrictions, that there was not going to be an agreement in that room. And Mayor Young stopped the conversation and said, look, we need to concentrate on the things that we can reach a consensus on. And when it comes to gun restrictions and other topics, we're going to lose our consensus. And we need to focus on the things that we can all agree on. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've given credit. Yeah. He understands not only what the problem is, but also understands to solve the problem. We can't have a fractured approach. And let, there are ways we can solve this without uh, getting into different silos and beginning to to really fracture the group he's pulled together Hmm. all right well good stuff gonna leave it there fortunately we have a great attorney general don't we he is fantastic he was on the show last week and we have a friend in the state yeah i am a huge jonathan scrimetti fan and uh the state could not have had a better attorney general than what we got with uh with jonathan scrimetti yeah and he's had his eye on that funk guy over in nashville so he knows he knows a liberal prosecutor or two, so we'll be following that. All right. Thank- right and, and, hey, and Skirmetti's got Memphis ties. You know, his parents until recently lived in my district, and I used to tell the attorney general his parents had an outstanding state senator. <laughs> oh, you're great. You're great. All right. Going to leave it there. Thank you for dropping by and get back to work, all right? 
Thank you. All right. Stay Senator Brent Taylor. We'll get the entire letter posted on our Stop Memphis Crime so you can read it in its entirety for yourself. Going to take a break. On the other side, I see your comments. Dylan, the producer over there, is telling me we must read through them, and I want to. It's just been a very busy show. So we'll put a pin in it on the other side. We're coming to you next. Don't go away.